Hi, my name is Audrey Brown, and I'm from AudreyBrownMinistries.com. I'm on every Sunday night at 8 p.m., and my show is called Hope with Audrey. And the reason why I have this show is to bring hope to the hopeless, to bring a reason to live, and to bring a passion for the Lord into your life. You know, I have gone through so many battles that I bring up each week, and without God, I could not get through it. And I'm so thankful to have God in my life. Today, I'm going to be speaking about what does the Bible say about worry and anxiety? Because it's important to know what God says about it and what we can do about it. So many people that I counsel have been saying that they're anxious, that they feel overwhelmed, that they're worrying, and they feel like they can't get anything done. But what can we learn from the scriptures to help us deal with the uncertainty in life? Many have sought counsel from the Word of God when faced with worry and anxiety, and for no reason. The Bible contains a great number of stories and quotes that remind and encourage us to trust in the love and power of God in order to find peace. Without God, there is no peace, and I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I've been without God, and I've been with Him. But I know it's so much better to have God in my life. Life can be overwhelming at times, especially in today's ever-increasing complexity. I know, you know, I work as a single mom. I have a job as a life enrichment director. And I do ministry, and I try to counsel many people. But I have to learn to alleviate myself from worry and anxiety by meditating on the Word of God and casting my cares on Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. And when we find comfort and courage in the collection of Bible verses about overcoming the uncertainty of life, that's how we know how to overcome and to become more like Him. In Matthew 11:28, it says, Come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to verse 30. And Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, as a Jewish believer, I always say to just cast your cares on Yeshua. Cast your cares on him because he says to come to him with every burden you have, every problem, every um, addiction, every sad feeling, every depression, and bring it to me because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus tells us to do that. So we need to be submissive to his call and his command on our life and just give it to him. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you, he says. And he wants us to give him all of our anxiety, all of our fear. You know, um, actually having fear is sin. And the Lord doesn't want us to have fear and worry. And the Bible also says do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Sufficient is each day for its own trouble. So, you know, Jesus, Yeshua doesn't want us to have that um, fear and worry and anxiety and just not trusting him because he wants us to trust him. And in 1 John 14, 27, the Bible says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He does not want us to be afraid and scared. You know, I have a daughter. I bring this up each week. 
and sometimes she gets bullied at school. And I said, honey, you have to go in there with the authority, knowing who you are in Jesus, knowing who you are in Christ. Go in there with your head held high and just say, I am an overcomer. And speak to the mountains. Say, you know, be removed, be cast in the sea. And if you don't doubt at all in your heart, but believe what you say will take place, it will be done for you, the Bible says. And I said, you know, go in there and just have confidence. And when she does that, it makes such a difference. And the kids respond differently. Even when I go through things in my own life, which is regularly, um, I just have to say, you know, I have Yeshua. I know who I am in Yeshua. I know who I am in Christ. So I'm going to go in with my head held high and with the authority of God. And then you just know who you are and you can walk in with boldness. And when people come against you, you have to know, you know, I am chosen. I am worthy. I am the one that he chose on this earth to do the call of God. And he chose me. So if he is for me, who could be against me? And when you have the Lord and you're so in love with him, people will come against you because the spirits um, in the world don't like the spirits of God. So they come and clash with the spirits of God. But again, he says, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So Yeshua wants us to have that supernatural peace, that knowing in our spirit that he is the only way and he's going to get us through whatever situation. In Colossians 3.15, it says, Let the peace of Yeshua HaMashiach, or Jesus Christ, rule in your hearts, since... As members of one body, you are called to peace and be thankful. And he says that we are called to peace. We are not called to be anxious. He doesn't want us to have worry and doubt. And you know, as a single mother, I wrote a book, and it's on Amazon. It's getting republished. It's called Yeshua, My Prince Charming. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A, My Prince Charming. And it's my life story about times and situations where Anybody in their right mind would be going in berserk. <laughs> and, you know, there were times I actually went berserk. But then the Lord taught me that he always came through for me. He was always my vindicator. And not to worry. And to have that supernatural peace and to believe in him to come through. And, you know, as a single mom, I've had money, like, literally, by God, putting into my bank account. I've had angels come up to me and give me money. People on the streets that didn't even know I had a situation gave me money. And it was all from the Holy Spirit. I've got through court cases where the judge said, I should not be letting you go, but I don't know why I'm letting you go, but I am. And it's because of the vindication of the Lord, because God sees everything and he'll vindicate the ones that are right and are in holiness with him. But the ones that aren't, he's not going to vindicate. But that's why we need to love God and live in peace and live in freedom and live in truth. You know, there's certain people in my life that I'm praying for that they will tell the truth because if with not, they don't live in peace. They might act like they're living in peace, but there's no way to have that peace if they're not telling the truth. So, you know, not to lie, not to steal, not to, you know, give false testimony because then you can't live in peace because it's not living the way Jesus wants us to. Second Thessalonians 3.16 says, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with you. So he wants us to live in peace in every way. Jesus is so into living in peace. You know, I was uh, married and the times that I wasn't married, that I was married, 
the peace left because there was just, you know, that unequally yoked when you're not married to a believer or someone not on fire for God. It's like that peace is just not there. And especially if they're, if they have sin in their life, like codependency or addiction or, um, other things. And, you know, unless you're totally delivered and set free, there can't be peace. So demons will operate and come in and take over if you don't have the holiness of the Lord. So, but God will literally vindicate you and get you through these situations and even bring peace in the middle of the storm because Jesus says, do not look at the circumstances. He said, keep your eyes on me and the circumstances will just go away. So if we look at our circumstances, then things will, you know, look horrible. But if we look at Jesus, they just go into like normal route. In Psalm 55, 22, it says, cast your cares on the Lord for he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. So he's watching you. You know, I got a prophetic word yesterday that said that there's actually angels fighting on my behalf protecting me where I won't even be touched. So whoever comes against me, it will just bounce right back to them because I live in holiness. I live in the Holy Spirit. And I ask you, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, Yeshua, into your heart to do so now because Jesus, Yeshua, says that I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. So if we accept him in our heart, we are born again. That means that we're not the old creature that we were, but we are the new creation in him. And we become new in him. We are true servants of him. So he wants us to live in that supernatural peace. He wants us to know him. So if you haven't accepted Jesus into your heart, I ask you to do so now. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of unrighteousness. I know that I've turned to you. I will get saved, set free, and delivered. So please receive me and receive, come into my heart and forgive me in Jesus' name. If you said that prayer and you asked Jesus into your heart, you are now born again and you're set free of all sin and sickness. You're set free of sin and you're on your way to heaven. So all you need to do is get into a Bible-believing church and get set free and become the child of God that God called you to. He says, do not go to your former way, but to live righteously, to be obedient in him and to know who he is. Jesus loves you and he died on the cross for your sins. And only through him, you can have eternal life. You know, without him, we don't go to heaven. We go to hell and hell is real. Um, in Proverbs 12, 25 it says anxiety weighs down the heart but a kind word cheers it up you know each day we have to look for kind words to speak to people uplift them exhort them encourage them into their gifting and let them know that they're loved smile you know smile at people as you walk by don't go in with a, a frown everywhere you go humble yourself therefore under god's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time cast all your anxiety all your cares on him because he cares for you, the Bible says. Be alert and of sober mind. The enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and let him exalt you. Let him free you. Let him bring you up. Don't 
let the world dictate you. Don't let the things that are going on in this world bring you down. But trust in him with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil for bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. That's my favorite scripture. I say that all the time because he wants us to just trust him. It doesn't matter if you don't have the bills paid. He'll come through for you. Trust me. He, as long as you put your trust in him and your faith in him, don't worry about the bills. They'll come through. It's happened to me time and time again where I wasn't even working and God provided. I'm working now and it's still hard. <laughs> but God does it. So I don't worry anymore. And, you know, today's reading, I have this thing called Days of Praise. And I just wanted to read this to you. It's um, out of my daily devotional. And it says, think on these things. And it's one of my favorite scriptures in Philippians 4.8. It says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's any praise, think on these things. And that's Philippians 4.8. It is nearly impossible these days to turn on the TV, go shopping, go out to eat, read a newspaper, go online without our minds being cluttered and thinking infiltrated by improper thoughts. But Paul gives us guidelines for our thinking. Let us investigate them. True or genuine, honest and sincere. We should con concentrate on honesty in all our dealings. God is true. And Yeshua says, my record is true. Honest or better. That's in John 8, 14. Honorable towards all. Strive to lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Do you know that this, I just read um, right before I was going to do this sermon, and it's about peace and living in honesty. And it just goes along with my sermon. It was confirmation that God wanted me to speak about this because he's been teaching me to live in peace in the eye of the storm. You know, I'm going to explain some things that just happened to me recently. And even through these circumstances, knowing that I have Jesus, that I have Yeshua, I live in supernatural peace. Masters, give up your servants that which is just as equal, pure without spot or stain. Neither be partaker of men's sins, keep thyself pure, lovely, towards love, those things which demonstrate love and a response of peace and love. This word only appears in the word of God, of good report, of virtue and praise. Surely our lifestyle and thought patterns need adjusting as noted but particularly when the verb tense is in the command, thinking on these things that are pure, lovely, and of good report will bring peace in our life. And it's a continuous way of doing things and to get all roots of bitterness and anger out of our heart because we don't want to live in that. I live in forgiveness. You know, I, I literally, I bring this up a lot, but, you know, in my book I share, and it's Yeshua, my Prince Charming, which you can get on my website, AudreyBrownMinistries.com. That's AudreyBrownMinistries.com. And I have blogs that I put up daily, and I have a store that's for low-cost women. And I have so many things that I um, you know, have on that website, including this book that I wrote, which is my life story. So please go on. And if you want me to minister at your church, I do that too. I've been asked to preach in a certain certain places around the world. And I like to share my story, my book, and just how to live 
in peace and in love, even in the storms of life. Do you know, um, my, I was married twice and I was in an abusive marriage, the first marriage, and God got me out of that. And it's all in my book. But then I moved to Florida for the breakthrough to get, you know, to the other side. And finally my promised land where it actually was worse. Um, my husband, he actually at the time did something really bad to my daughter, denied it and ran away. And, you know, it was devastating. And it was the same year and the same couple of months, which was this year that my dad and stepmother died. And then my daughter's father ran to try to get custody. <laughs> so most people would be like, oh my gosh, but do you know, I didn't miss work even one day except to go to the court. And I live in peace. I live in Jesus and he gets you through so much. And now I have a radio show, Hope with Audrey, and I've been sharing all around how to get through the storms of life and live in peace because God wants us to be overcomers, not to stay in anxiety, to stay in despair. In Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, it says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? You know, my friend called me yesterday. Actually, I called her. She was upset because things at work and people say this and that. And I say, what does it matter? Don't be afraid. What can mere mortals do to you? You have God. And if God is for you, who could be against you? And that's how God wants us to live, to believe in him, to trust in him. And when we are afraid, to put our trust in him. Um, and, you know, one of my favorite scriptures that I, I quote a little bit earlier, but I say this every day in my devotional, is in Matthew 6, 25. It says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store any barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single hour of your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Is that how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire? Will he not much more clothe you out of little faith? So do not worry saying, what will I eat? What will I drink? Or what shall I wear? For the pagans run after things like this and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given on as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And you know, again, in Matthew 6, 25 through 34, do you know Jesus just wants us to trust him? He wants us to believe in him. He wants us to live in peace. And nothing can separate you from the love of God. Just be connected to Yeshua. Again, my name is Audrey Brown, and I have Audrey Brown Ministries, A-U-D-R-E-Y, brownministries.com. And I'm on Hope with Audrey every Saturday night. I'm sorry, Sunday night at 8 p.m. And... 97.5 Northport, Port Charlotte, Florida area, and it goes into Venice, Sarasota, and it's online worldwide. And if you'd like me to come to your church, you can email me at um, on my website, 
you can contact me. There's a contact form, AudreyBrownMinistries.com, or call me at 941-258-8389. 941-258-8389. Now for my favorite song. (laughs) 